0: Sport Tracks on SFM with John Herica. With John Herica, Saturdays, 7pm till 10pm.
1: Uh, you're at SAFM, it's Sport Tracks. Let's get right into it. By the way, <laughs> our mystery voice is too easy today. I should have made it difficult. It'll be difficult next time. I'm not going to make it always this easy. Uh, let's see who's gonna one uh, of my fondest memories of 2010 is one of the questions we're asking you as well today. What's the one thing that stands out about the 2010? To me, it was taking my son to a football game. I've never taken it well, I took him to one football game before that. I haven't taken him since, which is wrong. Mainly because I've been in the studio on a Saturday afternoon, which is a problem. But we'll get we'll get it right again. Uh, the, who's this from? Uh, you don't leave your name, three, four, five, two, your last number did. the fan-walking Cape Town was better than any game that I went to see. Uh, And let's see, who's right about our mystery voice today? Uh, Yeah, you've got to leave your name so that I can put you you in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Good evening. My best moment of the Soccer 2010 World Cup was when my wife and I watched Portugal against North Korea at the Cape Town Stadium. It was so exciting, says Ashley Pierce. Thank you very much, Ashley. Uh, This is Dumasani. You got the name right. Uh, of our mystery voice today. The fondest memory of 2010 was the mood and the atmosphere so uniting so much that at work they let us go at 11 o'clock just to watch the opening game and what a goal by Chabalala. I think that was what I was hoping you would say, is that unifying South Africa that was happy during 2010. Just for a month. We were great. Now, though, let's move on to boxing and a story that crossed our desk uh, desk earlier one from the Sowetan Jan Bergman, Berchman. I didn't reach my full potential, he says, when he was speaking to Bungani Mahasela uh, for the Sowetan. And Jan, uh, G- kid Gavlin Bergman joins us now. Jan, thanks for joining us. Much. Why do you say you didn't reach your full potential?
0: Well, what I can say, why I didn't reach my full potential, always when I had to fight for a title, it was always, on a short notice, it was never been... Uh, it either I've been i've been out of out of out of fights and then i just get a title shot
1: so when you say when you say short notice how much time were you given two to three months and how much would you have liked hey eh? how much would you have liked
0: well give me at least but at least four to five months then right. i i know what i'm what i'm up to
1: could you have done better then
0: most definitely <laughs> tell me why um been training for two or say put two or three months and preparing for a title fight, you are more better than ever because i you you don't have uh, any any issues of flu and all that stuff. You get into the ring okay. you, 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 you you're ready
1: okay, are you not as a boxer always ready to fight though?
0: Well, you have to be. Mm-hmm.
1: So then why weren't you ready for your titles?
0: Uh, I, no, it's not that I was not ready. I, I was not
1: 100%. Right. Which fights specifically are you talking about?
0: Uh, Costa Zoo mm-hmm. and Zeb Judah.
1: Okay, what were they for? What titles were they for?
0: For uh, I fought Costa Zoo for the IBF. Title hmm. in Australia and Zep Judah in New York. I fought him for the same title.
1: And you feel you just weren't right for that?
0: Uh, the Zep Judah won. Um, the, the Costa Zoo fight, I I wasn't active almost for about eight to nine months. Mm. Right. And then I got up to the title fight. And then in the Zep Judah fight, uh I broke my hand the year before mm-hmm. and I just come back from recovering my hand and I end up breaking my hand in the fight itself by knocking Zeb Judah down for his first, <laughs> for the first time in his boxing career. Wow. And I broke my hand again.
1: Which hand was it, just remind me?
0: My left, my left hand.
1: And you fought through with that.
0: Yes, I fought through with it, but then I think it was round number Five, uh, Zeb Judah uh, put, uh, caught me mm. and then I just gave up. I just mm. couldn't continue because I, my, my hand was broken sure. at that point in time so I couldn't continue fighting.
1: When you look at your record, it, uh, leading up to these fights, you were doing extremely well. Win, 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 and then you hit the loss. Win, 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 you hit the loss. And you're saying it's just because of their preparation time.
0: Yes, that's what I can say because I on the Zeb Judah fight. Um, if I had I had to fight Zeb Judah, yeah, uh, uh, if I could have fight him on a, a bit later on, mm. I think I would have done much better because I I just came back from operation the previous year, and then I went and had an operation on my on my on my hand, and then I've been recovering about for five to six months. And then I had to get a fight. I had to step into the ring again.
1: Okay. We're chatting to Jan Berkman. Plenty more to talk to him about. Uh, And also he's involved in MMA fighting now as well. Going to talk to him about his career and what could have been. i will chat to Jan in a moment.
0: Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Gerica.
1: You can call in as well. You can get involved in all the conversations with our guests. We're chatting to Jan Bergman, the South African boxing champion. Uh, you can give him a call as well, 891 Say that number again, 0891-104-207. Uh, Jan, you still, uh, you, you're still WBU champion. Yes. So that, that's all right. So are, are you, is, uh, from what I understand, I'm not a boxing fan, to be very honest with you. WBU is not as great as IBF, though, right? No, definitely. Tell me why. Explain to me as a non-boxing fan, why?
0: Well, what happened is the w, WU title, uh, it has it, it, been created by a guy from England. And uh, what happened, it was just the breakaways from the WCs and the W A or IBF, those were the breakaways. And then they go and They formed their own organization calling WUF.
1: Okay all right so it's just a breakaway and the big names don't even, go along
0: yes yeah, even, even the, the, the as today the most recognized world titles is WBC mm. WBA and IBF okay. and uh and, 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 and IBO also was a, it's a breakaway so that's that's IBA, IBO is also getting some good comments now because but now it's also a breakaway from all those big organizations <sighs>
1: Uh, we we love unification fights. That's that's why we get involved, right? We like to see yes. somebody bring everything together. But isn't it time that boxing became more unified?
0: Well, it is. It is. But it's it's just that um, the like when I fought in South Africa for the for the for the IBO title, I had to vacate my WU title mm. to fight the guy from from the, from the UK. Right. Uh, Look at so you. They, they yeah. didn't want to have a unification, mm. or for me fighting uh, Khalid, fighting me for the WU and I'm fighting him for, IBO, for the IBO. But they didn't want to make any unification on that.
1: I guess it's part of the build-up as well that you're talking about. You you have to defend titles. You have to work your way up the ranks to be able to take on the the world champions, don't you? That's right. All right, so if you if you're trying to unify, you've got many calendars that you need to work
0: around. Well, if you try to unify the 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 the, the organizations of the titles, if they are if they they in good in good and good spirit on good ends, yes, yeah, you unified. But other than that, they will not unified. Right.
1: Let's talk about Jan Bergman for a while. From 1990 at Eldorado Park at the Don Mataman Hall. To eventually Newcastle, Las Vegas, Carousel. What was what was that move like? It was very quickly from 1990 to what 19, uh, 1996.
0: Yeah, it, it 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 moved like it, it overnight. It was <laughs> um, and next ne- next thing I I realized I was twenty years in the ring. Sure. How
1: did you How did you stay fit for that long?
0: Well, you always have to stay fit. You have, always have to uh, make sure that you're training yourself, getting, getting fit, helping other boxers as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. for sparring, with sparring being a sparring partner to them, and just offer yourself up to them for, because they are having fights and you don't have a fight, so you're preparing them to get better for their fights, and then in the same time, you must be for you getting fit as well.
1: You were boxing during the transition in South Africa from 1990, the dark days of apartheid. Did yeah. li- did life change after 94 for you as a South African boxer?
0: Big big time. Uh, life changed a lot because I by 93 when I went to the States, uh, it it was still dark clouds for us mm. South Africans. It was not that easy. We 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 got fights. Via uh, by via by third parties, so not not straight away. Hmm.
1: And then, obviously, you, you you got to go to the you know the, the Roxy in Boston. Uh, then you were up at Las Vegas. You were in Las Vegas a couple of times. Back to Boston again. What's it was was it a big change for a South African in South Africa to a South African in the States?
0: Well, it was a big change for myself, but I just could not deal with USA. It was not. I just couldn't. Uh, uh, get used to and stay there. Yeah. I always wanted to can, come back home.
1: <laughs> Tell me why.
0: Well, so, uh, USA is um, it's a different country. <laughs> the, the I mean, you, you I go to your house. You you you're a friend of mine. I get to your house. If I don't call you, you're not going to allow me to get into your place. Right. I have to pre-make appointments to come and see you. Here yeah, in South Africa, we just show up, <laughs> and and whoever, wherever, wherever I'm, I'm showing up, they will deal with me, and yeah. and we're getting on. Yeah, I, there's nothing of no, you didn't call me. No, I just could not deal with it.
1: <laughs> that was the one thing about the states, yeah.
0: Yeah, that that, that <laughs> uh, for me, my, my my coach knew I I will just show up at his house anytime, and yeah. and I brought him to South Africa to make him aware about it. And I told him, listen, coach, I'm not gonna call you when I come to your place. I'll just rock up. And when he came to South Africa, we were here training for about two to three months for a fight. And he and, and he realized, and he could see what's happening mm. in South Africa. It's too it's far different than America, because I if you just rock up at somebody's place, you you, you don't even get you don't don't even able to sleep in at his place. You are going to sleep in a hotel. <laughs> Yeah,
1: you hang up your gloves in 2010, you took a long break, 2003, then you fought two fights four years later and three years later, respectively, and then you went, you're at MMA now, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm working there as a cut man, mm-hmm. because I, in MMA rule, the, the fight cannot be stopped for the bleeding. Sure. You have to stop the blood, and then the fight must continue.
1: Okay, so, so what do you do as a cut man, then, if you can't do anything?
0: No, what I do is when the guys get cut, I'm the first guy to step in there, mm. and then and try to stop the blood, and then fix the the wound, and then and then the doctor the doctor will come in and check on it as well. If the doctor see it's a bit too too heavy, mm. he can he can he can call it quits. Only the doctor, but um, me as a cut man, I I cannot. Uh, make a decision to say no. He cannot fight any longer. I just have to try to fill the cut.
1: So you've got a lot of interest in Vaseline, and uh, what what do you put on the eye?
0: Well, I don't, uh, yeah, Vaseline is, is is one of the parts, but there's a lot, a lot of stuff you putting in mm-hmm. in in, um, in on on the cut itself. Mm-hmm. It's you, you put a lot of there's, there's a mixture which you put in just to make the blood um, to stop bleeding.
1: Yeah, I've always wondered this. What is it, it? It looks like a little iron that they put a, a, above your eye if there's a cut, or underneath your eye. What is is that cold or is that hot?
0: That's cold. Cold. What does that do? Yeah, that's very cold. That is just to reflect the swelling of 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 the eye itself. Right. When 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 you, when you iron it away, you iron away, you <laughs> iron out the swelling of it because I. If you don't eye need the way, you just get swollen up, and and then the guy cannot see at later stage. Sure,
1: okay, and and it, it sounds ridiculous. Obviously, you're getting pummeled by the other guy, and that hurts. But when when you're fixing an eye up, does does that hurt as well?
0: Well, it does. You <laughs> just have to bite your teeth and and and, and, and then gram up for it because I that's 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 part of the game. <laughs> you 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 you, you uh, avail yourself to be up for that. So. Right. I, I'm in there to come and help, and then you just have to accept it.
1: Yeah, I guess once you've been punched in the face, you know, somebody fixing your eyes okay.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's more than well. <laughs> uh, they, they 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 enjoy it.
1: Now, in a while, I'm going to talk to Brian Mitchell, who says that Mike Tyson's return is concerning to the world of boxing. Uh, you, as a, a legendary boxer, what do you think of Mike Tyson saying he's coming back?
0: Well, that's also about worrying because I. Uh, Heavyweight is is is, 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 is the, the, it's one punch and it's oh it's good night. Yeah. Any time, any any day. So for Mike Tyson, he's playing with his health because I at 50 men, I just don't want to see that fight happen because I it is risky. You 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 you, you cannot you cannot handle the punishment as as you could handle before. Mm.
1: Uh, and it's a bit risky And he already seems like he's not great, right? Yeah
0: Well, that that's Tyson for you <laughs> I think the man is just smoking wheat yeah. <laughs> And, and, and make, making him believe he can do it He's looking uh, he's looking fit though He's looking good He's looking good He's, he's, he's looking fit He's looking good uh, It's just that Can he handle the power of the other boxers? Hmm getting into that ring, because I, 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 I just hope things will not happen because I, at, that, at that age, it's a bit risky for your health.
1: As a, as a super lightweight, you, you went longer distances. Like you say, uh, the heavyweights go a little shorter. And I read somebody was saying that a Tyson fight will last 15 seconds. He'll go in, he'll either... Long,
0: definitely 15, 15 seconds to 30 seconds, then the yeah. fight might be finished. Because
1: you, d- you just don't have the stamina as a as a all due respect yeah, is an old stamina.
0: man. It's not a stamina. There's yeah. not a stamina. It's just the way they fight in heavyweights. Any big short landing, it's it's a knockout punch. All
1: right. Jan, it's been great chatting to you. Thanks for joining us on Sport Tracks.
0: Hi, right. thank you very much and all the best.
1: Jan Bergman, South African boxing champion. He uh, was a a WBU welterweight belt May the 2nd, 2001, as you heard. Cutman now in MMA. Also thinking Mike Tyson is not a good idea to come back. We'll get Brian Mitchell's views in a moment.